the college football experience week nine preview and picks episode on the sports gambling podcast network is presented by win bet bet a hundred dollars at win bet and get a hundred dollar free bet. Head over to sports gambling podcast.com slash win bet that sports gambling podcast.com slash W Y N N B E T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by the SGPN merch store. And let me tell you, there's some fantastic campus edition, college football town uh, t-shirts there that you got to check out. Use the promo code NFC beast for 15% off active until the Eagles or giants lose their next game and make sure to check out, uh, make sure you enter our world series prop contest. Winner gets $200 cash and a $200 gift card to the SGPN merch store. Enter today exclusively on the SGPN app, which you can get for free in the app store or Google play store. So grab that thing today and let it ride. This is Mike Leach, uh, head football coach at Mississippi state. And you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. Welcome to the college football experience week nine preview and picks episode. My name is Colby swinging database dad, AKA pick done D that's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. I smoke and I drink and um, I don't have stress and I'm healthy. <laughs> Amen to oh! that. Amen to that. Another week of college football. Oh, we should be so lucky. We should be so lucky. I am joined by my co-host, former former JMU Duke defensive back, the burrito eating, sideline kiss stealing, wheeling and dealing, Patty C in the place to be. Hi, well. Uh, and how you doing, pal? Uh, PFG, pretty fucking good, brother. Oh, I haven't heard that one yet. <laughs> Thought that was a D three school. Uh, I am joined by third man in the booth. Give it up for the DFS God himself. Come play DFS with us, folks. We tweet it out at TCE on SGPN every week. It's only a few bucks. A lot of trash talking rights. You can tell me, you know, with your if if you can just you can shut me up really fast with your score and tell me that I'm a fucking idiot. If you uh come play some DFS with us, but anyway, give it up for the rooftop IPA drinking, home brew making, tobacco road living, the free lock giving, farmer, farmer, hurting the basketball league MVP. Give it up for NC Nick in the place to be. There we go. What's up, guys? Happy Wednesday. Yes. Yeah. Uh, College Station's coming. College Station is coming. Yeah, I'm headed to uh, Ole Miss. Ole Miss at uh, Texas A&M. Still with, uh, you know, it's funny. Surprising implications, despite the team we expected to be good, kind of shitting the bed this year. 
and Ole Miss. I, I I took the under on Texas A and M. Thank you very much. That cashed. All <laughs> and right. The over on LSU. With, with, <laughs> that's true. Which looks like that's going to cash too. That's true. But look, uh, before we dive into news, we got to have someone on the show here. All right. This is uh, so me, Patty C, and NC Nick called for the over on Georgia. I'm sorry. We called for under. the under on Georgia Southern minus. I believe it was four and a half wins. And not only were we warned, we th- this next gentleman here, he <laughs> he DM'd us and, and said, "I think you guys are wrong. You should reevaluate." And I said, oh, "Who is this idiot? Get him out of here!" Right? Well, you know, then Georgia Southern started playing ball, and uh, well, they not only destroyed your JMU Dukes. I wouldn't say they destroyed <laughs> us, but they did beat us. Well, we look like an idiot, and we want to they walk- also destroyed Colby and his uh, Scott Frost Nebraska. That's true. And I was on the over, so I, I mean, look, I, ate, I I I I was way off here, and we want to welcome on uh, Clay Borner to the show, and uh, and he's going to join us right now. So shout out to Clay Borner. How you doing, Clay? Good man. How are you? Thank you for having me on. Anytime, man. And look, we want to send a sincere apology on, <laughs> on misreading your, your Georgia Southern Eagles. Um, I, I know that. So how did you, you, you showing up to practices? How did you know all that? Well, so first of all, I want to accept your apology on behalf of Statesboro. <laughs> uh, you know, football experience is good here anytime. Uh, but no, man, I'm on the, uh, the chain crew for the Georgia Southern football team. And so awesome. for all the home games, if you, you look at like the short fat guy uh, on the arm <laughs> stick. Uh, that, that's me. Um, and you would see the top of my head is a little bit bald, but uh, you know, I get to wear a hat during the game. So, uh, hey. but yeah, man, you know, I, I, I get to go to all the spring games and uh, you know, just watched them and uh, they looked really good, man. So that was Patty C was saying there was a questionable fourth down where the chains didn't come out. Was that was that you? Was that you there? So I, I can't comment on that. But uh, you know, there there have been some uh, some uh, some some wild stuff that's happened. Uh, I'm, I'm joking with you, man. But what what a great! So how long you been doing that? I've done it for about three years now. I, uh, I graduated college back in 2018, and uh, I'm in the insurance game and uh, do a little bit of, of preaching on the side. So it's just uh, a lot of the preachers in town. We get to go do the uh, the chains, and so they asked me to come on. Fantastic. Now, I would think that uh, there's not a whole lot of preachers that listen to our show. <laughs> no, probably not. But uh, you know what, man? It's, it's uh, I guess I'm a jack of all trades. Hey, I can I appreciate like that. I can appreciate that. And uh, we got to get down to there to Statesboro for a game at some point. I mean, uh, oh, yeah. we, we've talked a lot about JMU's success coming up from the FBS. And and Georgia Southern kind of wrote the blueprint, I would say, on jumping up to the FBS, them and App State. Uh, who do you consider? I'm curious because Georgia state kind of a new baby in, in, you know, they're yes, they're, they're in the FBS, but you know, they didn't have a football program. So who is your top rival? Would you say? Oh, definitely app state. Definitely app state. Georgia State is not a rival, and any true states Borean will tell you that. <laughs> Shade <laughs> thrown. <laughs> no, I will say that Georgia State has had our number. Uh, they, they definitely had our number, but uh, you know, App is, and I got to give a shout out to NC Nick, man. I lived up in High Point, North Carolina, for ah, a few years. Excellent. And, uh, yeah, North Carolina is a great state, man. I, I love everything about it except for App State. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. It's all good. I didn't go there, you know, so I, I might be a fan, but probably nowhere near on on the <laughs> level of of a fan that you are for Georgia Southern. Right. Yeah. It's, man, I, the 
these are uh, I'll show you this right here. This is a picture um, of Irk Russell that he signed. I actually grew up two houses down from Irk Russell. Oh man, that's that's awesome. We we grew up, uh, you know, me and NC Nick watched. Uh, Tracy Ham, the yep. Baltimore Stallions in the CFL. There was a quarterback, Tracy Ham, who was a legend at Georgia Southern, as I'm sure yep. you well know. I didn't know he went there. It's yeah, right. yes. Oh, yeah. So, uh, look, I know Georgia Southern's got the off week, so you're not working this weekend. Um, but I was curious. Do you have? Uh, do you, well, let's 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 talk about the. We we were wrong. They're five and three. Let's let's have you call the rest of the season, or can you? Is that are we allowed to do that? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Man. What, I mean, what are they going to do? Kick me off? I'll yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't know how they, they, <laughs> their rules. I, I remember one time I was at a uh, I was at a bar here in L.A. and there was like a guy who refed college games uh, drinking next to me, and I was sitting there and I, and he was like, I can't talk about it. Can't talk about it. So. Uh, <laughs> And it sounds like he's a little different with the referee. Yeah, yeah, yeah but hey, yeah, the first down marker is the first down marker. That's more you likely know? the case, Nick. <laughs> yeah, nobody can get too mad at me. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say I guarantee a victory this uh, this week against the bye week. Uh, so that's one and zero. There know, you nice. go. There you go. Then you got the South Alabama Jaguars, who, uh, I, you know, well, if all goes well this weekend, I will cash my over on them. But they're a good team. Uh, it's are. it's in Statesboro. Do you think that's uh that you think that is uh well man you only have one away game left is that uh for sure a win there? I wouldn't say for sure but uh I don't know if you've ever looked up the power of Paulson's stats but I think we're like the number 8 team in FBS for winning percentage at home. Maybe uh maybe Patty C can check me on that but I think we have like a a, a 0.654 or something winning percentage at home. Wow. Love it. That's love uh, it. impressive. Uh, impressive stat. I don't know where I would find that. Is that just for this year or all time? I, I saw it's, it's all time. Uh, it's yeah. since the program got revamped in the eighties. So, so 65% at home, basically yeah. love it. Yeah. Love it. to beat. Hey, they treated me well when I got that plus three forty when they beat the Dukes. All right, yeah. son of a gun. What is Statesboro like? I mean, it's all the way in by Savannah, Eastern, yeah, Georgia, yeah. which is I don't know a ton about that. How far is that from Savannah? It's about fifty minutes. Um, and, and so it's, it's a lot of farmland. It's, it, it's, it's almost like a mini Tuscaloosa. I was actually in Tuscaloosa last weekend at the Alabama game and nice. uh, Tuscaloosa is just a bigger Statesboro, man. It, it is, uh, the, the, the population of Statesboro has probably tripled since the football team started back. I mean, we won championships, 85, 86, 89, 90, and then 99 and 2000, six FCS championships. So there we go. Um, Flex it. Yeah, if you look at the enrollment uh, from the college, I actually was a history major in college and did a lot of studies on the football program and, and how the town grew up. But uh, the, the enrollment almost doubles each year after we win a natty. And <laughs> there so, you go. That's right. I've been saying forever, you know, that's why all these teams should start their football program. Yeah. It's the key, it's it's how your university, you know, makes money. It's right. it's the number one. The I porch. get it, it's expensive to start a football program, but do you want to make money as a university? Get your football program going. Let's go. You guys should have stayed in the FCS. You'd be New York City by now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll say, man, it, it's just a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of partying down here. Ain't a whole lot to do, and then a lot of, uh, you know, just uh, fishing and hunting and, and football, playing golf. I mean, it, it's just a fucking a heaven. <laughs> hey, well, 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 we got to get down there, man. And uh, and look, okay, quickly, let's let's uh, let you got Louisiana after that at Louisiana. Uh, they won the Sun Belt a season ago. They've had some tr- some troubles a little bit this year, but it seems like they've kind of got their footing. Uh, 
I, I think you're just going to call for all. He's going to call for all these, right? He's going to call. But but anyway, at at, at, Who's at Louisiana. Yeah. What are you doing? I'll, I'll say this, and I'll do it quick. I'll go. Um, I think we probably beat South Alabama at home. They had a tough time against Troy. Only put up what three points? I think uh, yeah, some seven. I think, but yeah, but yeah. yet still they they got shut down to, from a Troy's defense shut them down. Right. Um, so I'll take us. Um, I'll take us. Uh, South Alabama is a win. Um we have struggled on the road and we've struggled to stop the run. And so if Louisiana can run the ball against us, that'll be a tough game. I'll go ahead and say, you know, hopefully I'll call for a win. Um, Now at and Marshall at home, Marshall, uh, not as great as we thought they were to begin the year. Um, You know, probably a a W there. Uh, The one that I am afraid of is app. Um, I, I will say that. So. Yeah, because you guys are alive for the Sun Belt Championship. I mean, th- this this could be absolutely. Re- if uh, I tell you what, man, if they, if they make the Sun Belt Championship, we got to have you back talking and and, awesome. pr- and projecting that game. Uh, well, I'm looking at this right now. I don't know how far back this goes. Whether this goes back to the FCS ranks, but all time Georgia Southern 15 wins, App State 20. So you guys got to keep clawing mm, away at that mm, to catch mm. up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but you get them at home. Hey, I love it. I love what they do. I mean, I've been a fan now. I'm, I am still sore. And I think part of the, the reason why I was on the wrong side of them is they <laughs> ditched, they ditched the option and, uh, and when, yeah. you know, I, I, I'm still, I'm, I'm still convinced that the football gods might, might deal you some losses next year. But, uh, uh, but Hey, I Wishful mean, thinking on no, honestly, man, it's awesome. It's awesome to hear from you. Uh, and, and even though we're wrong and I hate being wrong because you know, I think I'm always right. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, th- thank you, man, for, for listening. And uh, th- you know, I'm excited to have you back on the show talking Georgia Southern football and everyone give a, give clay a follow at CM Borner. That is B O E. R N E R on Twitter and appreciate y'all all you all, all that you do, man. Hey, and and I, thank you for being a man of your word and uh, best of luck to the college football experience. I'll definitely be listening and uh, have already subscribed. So. Hey, thank you. Go Eagles and uh, hopefully you take down JMU for years to you come. Son of a bitch. Uh, <laughs> hey, we Absolutely. appreciate having an insider. Uh, you got my yeah. ear from now on when it comes to Georgia, Georgia Southern football. <laughs> there, there we go. <laughs> I'll say I think Colby's right. I think next year will be tough with losing Van Trees, and we've got a lot of sixth and seventh year guys. But uh, Hilton is is a good coach. Ellis is a good coach. Uh, I think we'll probably keep him for three or four years and win a championship. So hey, the portal though is a new. Confidence. It's a new. It's a new day and age in college football. You you got Van Trees now. You can go out and get you know. I don't know. Like yeah, there's quarterbacks everywhere. I feel like I mean we we just talked about. Uh, you know, A and M. I feel like one of those quarterbacks will transfer, even though I don't know how good they would be. But I'm saying there, there's opportunity. Look at getting Van Trees, and, and that, that's a guy from the MAC that's coming down. You to the throw Sun the Belt ball that much, uh, yeah. you're going to find a quarterback. There in the you quarterback. go. Exactly. <laughs> those stats will speak for itself. That's right, Clay, man. we we appreciate you, man, and uh, and have a wonderful day. And thank you, man. Appreciate it, guys. Have a good See one. Man. Have a good one. See ya. There- there we go. We had guest appearances. All right, let's go. You didn't see that one coming. A little quarterback sneak to you two, huh? Hey, hey, say we're not afraid of that. We'll we'll man up and say, hey, we were <laughs> wrong. And if, and if you want to come out, come on and tell us we're wrong, we're totally fine yeah. with that. Yeah. We get stuff more so right than wrong, but hey, <laughs> we miss out sometimes. Look, sometimes our heart gets in the way of our brains, and you know maybe that maybe what uh, the logic wasn't saying Georgia Southern was going to be that great, but our hearts definitely 
we're throwing some shade at Georgia Southern. So yeah, yeah, and uh, look, I mean, I'm eating, I'm eating my words. All right, and 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 shout out to shout out to uh, to Clay because that was fantastic hearing from him. And uh, I'm gonna now every time I watch a Georgia Southern game, I'm gonna be looking for the first down markers, seeing if he's doing a good job. <laughs> be, beware what you wish for, my friend. Especially uh, watch that app game. Make sure there's not a questionable home spots. Okay? <laughs> now I'm gonna have to go back and watch yeah, the, J- the JMU, JMU game. game. We got it on tape, man. Let's go. Uh, all right. Well, look. Before we hop into our our week nine picks edition here, uh, how about those Texas A&M players? Huh? We got three Texas A&M uh, freshmen smoke, smoking that weed in the uh, in the South Carolina locker room. <laughs> They didn't realize it was in the opponent locker. Um, wait, this was during a game. They didn't didn't even wait for us. We're coming next week. I didn't. They must have thought we were going to. to, What what, what were you saying, NC Nick? How would how would smoking weed before a game help you play football? (laughs) Well, if you're nervous, maybe I don't know. I don't. It would just mellow me out too much. Like (laughs) I I just saw uh, the Marshawn Lynch interview, and his pregame ritual was to do like two shots of Hennessy. That's what I'm talking get about. Lit. Yeah. Get you going. Well, it's the same thing with like Adderall. For like normal people, it speeds them up. For hyper people, it slows them down. Is that what you did on the sideline of JMU? A couple That's of Adderall, you eat just, a burrito. Woo! Nose beers right on the sideline. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. I just thought that story was hilarious. All right. Couldn't, couldn't even wait for us going down to college station. I'm excited to, to be there. Anyone that's going to be there. Anyone that, that wants to come to the game in College Station, we're gonna have some free drinks for you. So we're gonna have a booth set up. So yeah, wow. let's go. What? Free free will, drinks. Yeah. Will Will Dundee get kicked out? No, they're allowed to. You're allowed to. It turns out you're allowed to uh, to cheer for football in the state of Texas. You know what I mean? Colby will most be- of the country, just not the Rose Bowl. All right, in their communist regime. All right, Colby uh, will be the least obnoxious and weird person in. Uh, yeah, I gotta buy some overalls State on the way. Where, where is that? Where is it again? Uh, College Station. College Station. Yeah. yeah. And and on the chat, Kai Hallstein says you need to hit up Northgate. I guess that's where all the bars are at. So either before or after the game, or both. There, there it you is. go. There you go. Come do some some Jaeger bombs. All right. <laughs> no, uh, honestly, if you're there, please please uh, uh, contact us. Hit me up. DM me on Twitter at the Colby D. Folks, uh, Big Ten schedule was released today. I thought this was absolutely hilarious. Penn State Athletic Director Pat Kraft, shout out to Pat Kraft, because he complained to the Big Ten offices this summer about the fact that they open up Big Ten conference play on the road for six straight years, and the Big Ten schedule came out today. And guess what? Make it seven straight years. They really listen to you. They open up at Illinois. So it's not coincidental anymore. It's a straight dick move, man. Uh, part of me loves it. Part of me loves it's it. It's gotta yeah. be that Ohio state and Michigan are pushing that. It's like, let them know their third fiddle, you know, and just <laughs> reinforce that as often as possible. If you ask me, maybe that's an advantage. No, first off Penn state is at least they won at least the last two. They went on the road <laughs> last year, beat Wisconsin this year. Who'd they be this year? Purdue, uh, Purdue. Purdue. Still, I would much rather be at home. Cause you want to know your team. That yeah. there's a reason why Ohio State played one one away game uh, d- d- until this weekend. It's a huge advantage. I mean, f- and by the way, I was wrongfully saying Ohio State's the only team. There is one other. Who's that? The Florida Gators, who don't even play one until week ten. A second road well, game. Second road game week ten. I do believe ECU has only played one true road game right now. Boom. Now, now, Wait, granted, but, the South Florida game was moved to Boca Raton because yeah. of the hurricane. 
but they've only played one <laughs> true road game right now as well. Well, I mean, Mother Nature's going to come in there. They, Look, if, if we their, we played South Florida Friday. We played South Florida in in even in an even southern Florida spot. All right, more it's southern still, Florida. It's still a couple hours away. <laughs> Well, it's not my fault. They're 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 you know, they're institutions right next to a fucking hurricane haven. You right? act like two road games through week nine is impressive. That's pathetic too. Even if that was played at home, you bite your tongue. What you do know? you mean? Uh, fix your own backyard and then talk. <laughs> <laughs> Boca Raton. Well, they went to the old folks' home. All right. Uh, anyway, uh, look. Let me ask you this though. Let me blind you. Read. Let me blindly read you. Uh, the resume of these big 10 teams and you, you try to guess the back-to-back away, right? Which one's the hardest here at Purdue at Ohio state as one, right? At Nebraska at Michigan is the other then at Ohio state at Indiana, then at Wisconsin at Rutgers. Then at Iowa at Penn State, which one jumps jumps to you and says that's the easiest one? Well, because the second end of the back to back is usually the where the trouble is. I would say going to Rutgers. Isn't that ironic that that's Ohio State's one? <laughs> what was no. the first one at no, no, at, at Nebraska? At Purdue, no, no, the first one was at Purdue at, at Ohio State. Okay, what's the second one? At Nebraska at Michigan. Uh, that's tough. Yeah. So yeah. this is my point though about look and, and uh, at least Ohio state has six road games next year. Shout out to that. Michigan's schedule is absolute dog shit. But my point is, is that if you watch it from, from the beginning of the season, when the schedules are made, there's a reason why this happens every year. It look, I mean, look, o- Ohio state this year, they're playing at Penn state this week. You know who they get as their back-to-back away game next, next week, Northwestern. Yeah. Uh, guess who they get next year? It's at Rutgers. Is their back to back away? You don't see, you, know, you don't find that ironic. I mean, you don't find that fucking ironic. Go ahead, Nick. I, I will say, when you have a nine game conference schedule, every other year you're going to have five road games, and the other year you're going to have four road games. So that'll affect the total amount of road games that you have. And then when Ohio State plays a home and home with Notre Dame, it just happens that this year. That game is at home, and this year they only have four away games in conference. It doesn't so, matter when you do the back-to-back away; they're always light. They're all. Right. It's like this year with 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 uh, Michigan. They went uh, at Iowa week uh, the first front end on it, and then at Indiana. Right? You look at it. I'm telling you, you go go ten years like back on this. Ohio shit. Ohio State yeah. had a tough one last year, if I recall correctly. No, they had. Michigan State, then Michigan. Two tough games in a row, but only one was on the road. Yeah. Yeah. It's different then. I'm talking Usually just, you don't even just, get two tough games. Away, in a row. But but my point is is that when you when you're don't you find it ironic that at Iowa at Penn State, they give that to Rutgers. They give that to Rutgers. Well, here's, here's, hey, you have those two in po- really hard places to go and win. Yeah. They don't give you the layup. Yeah. Well, it, it, you would say you could easily say, you know, part of that, you know, is skewed to be harder for the terrible teams because they're the terrible teams in the division and the other teams in the division are better than them. You know, whereas and, Ohio yeah, and they can't play themselves on the road. Cause they're they, yeah, still they true. true. But still. if you gave them at Iowa, then at Indiana, you'd be like, oh, okay, Rutgers, yeah. you know, they yeah. might be able to win that. You might be able yeah. to find yourself that, like I really, I mean, and, and like, like I said, it, this isn't me just look picking at one year, go deep, yeah. go deep folks. You'll see it. Well, and it's not only this conference, it's all the yeah, fucking SEC, conferences. Yeah. I mean, there are some scheduling norms that like, 
uh, Alabama and LSU both have a bye week before that game every single year, regardless of where it is. But you never see Ohio State. I feel like have two a road back. game yeah. right before Michigan. Yeah. Maybe they do. Maybe they don't. I, I have. I would have to go back on that. But I feel like no. But it's never too tough. A punt. like they'll never give you at Iowa and at you know Michigan back to back. You know what I mean? Or it's well, they're oh, not dumb. The Big Ten wants to get that uh, playoff. Yes, check. but but that's my point. Is is if you want real proof of why we need a large playoff, is because if if everyone's protecting that, are you starting off with a with a with a fair deck? No, you're I'm, not. I've never heard yeah. you make this argument yeah. before. Can you exactly? <laughs> Can well, how they just ground. released the schedule today, you prick bastard. I All right, what do you want man. me to not talk about it? I know, I know. All right. I'm well, looking at odd years right now. I'm trying to go back and see the last time Ohio State played a road game before having to go on the road to Michigan. I'm only a few years into it, but I'm telling you, it doesn't dude, happen. It, it, I've gone. I got all the numbers. All right. I'm in the matrix shit. I'm seeing the greens. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. Uh, what else do we have? Let's just get into picking games. All right. I guess we could talk about. I find it disgusting that that uh, people are calling for Kirk Ferentz to be fired. Uh, <laughs> I get it. Their offense is t- terrible. Maybe Brian Ferentz. Okay, then I'm on board. But to say Kirk Ferentz be fired, yeah, get the fuck yeah, out of yeah. here. Watch what you ask for. Yeah. Okay. I can't. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, Iowa. Everything about them should be mediocre. It, they have a, instead extremes, like the best defense in the country and the worst offense in the country. A, at the end of the day, they're still kind of mediocre. Typically, their offense isn't so 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 bad that yeah. they're above average. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. And, and GBO Farms, I totally agree. Those black ten- Tennessee uniforms are pretty fire. They are fire, especially compared yeah. to their awful normal ones. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the oh, thing. oh, See, coming at you. Compliment coming there, at you, GBO. Got <laughs> <laughs> a little jab too. Uh, uh, they are being worn on Halloween weekend, so that is appropriate. Nick, you missed uh, the recap show, but. You know, Will Healy was fired the day after we did the recap show. But in the in the yeah. chat, they were calling for you to be the next head coach of the Clits. <laughs> I listened mm. to it. Yeah, you know, uh, it depends. It depends on on how they pay. If uh, if they can uh, beat SGPN money, <laughs> then, then then maybe well, I'm listening. <laughs> I don't know. I, I haven't been down to Charlotte in, in you know 20 years, but I'm saying Actually, I, uh, <laughs> a name I'm I'm hearing locally is uh, Phil Longo. Yes, I was about to mention that 24/7 Sports reporting Phil Longo is their top target. Uh, I'm curious though if North Carolina says, "Hey, Mac Brown, why don't you go back to Epstein Island and we'll hire Phil <laughs> Phil Longo." Um, Maybe he's, maybe he's due for a shot. That's for sure. Yeah. Um. All right. Let's start picking games. Enough of this talk. Enough of this nonsense. All right. Let's start uh-uh. picking some games because I don't know if you guys know. Last week I was absolutely on fire with my with my dog plays. Um. I'm sure pretty sure you heard about you this because uh, I was texting you guys nonstop. Almost uh, put Terrell Furman into uh you know retirement for him and his whole family. Yes. Yes. <laughs> How so, many teams was in that parlay? He was. That was fantastic. It was right. Like a We're twenty just team parlay. Off. That was fantastic. Week nine picks. Here we go. Um, no Wednesday games, no Tuesday games. Fuck you, Mac. But I know next week you're there. Uh, Thursday, October twenty seventh. We actually have a critical game in the Sun Belt. Both these teams still alive to represent the Sun Belt in the Sun Belt Championship. I would say the loser probably won't ha- won't be. Alive, maybe mathematically, but I don't think it's realistic. Louisiana heads into Hattiesburg, MM Roberts Stadium, where the last time these two teams played it was 2016. 
Southern Miss one by seven, but things have changed. Then Louisiana's, you know, the talk of uh, the Sun Belt after the past couple of years. Um, this line currently at Southern Miss minus one. Hmm. Nick, you're the Sun Belt specialist. What are you doing here? I think I'm going to go Louisiana. I think we've seen them turn a corner. You know, beating uh, was it Marshall and Arkansas State both by. It's double easy to digits. see a tide turn. Two yep. games in a row. I mean, we knew coming into this year they were very young. New head coach, new quarterback. They were only returning, I think, eleven total starters. Talk well, about we, we. We knew they were talented, though. We knew they they were probably the most talented team in the Sun Belt West. Yeah, Mike Devereaux or Mike Desimero, whatever. Mike Desormo, I believe. I like to call is. him Mike Devereaux. Shout out to the old uh, Baltimore <laughs> Oriole. Um, but I'm with you. I agree. I, I I'm siding with that too. I, I did struggle for a little bit. Hattiesburg, kind of a lit environment. I like those fans down there. But I think Louisiana's woken up a little bit. Patty, see what are you doing here? Uh, line's only at one. Um, Southern, I guess Southern Miss, Miss is favorite. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. Uh, I do think we did give Southern Miss our uh, uh, toughest environment to play in the Sun Belt Award uh, preseason. Did we? So, no, I said app. I don't know. I think Southern Miss was second. up. Maybe they were yeah. second. Maybe they were yeah. second. Yeah, I think. I think we did go app first place. Uh, but Louisa, how far have each of these teams, I guess, changed in the last year? Uh, four and three for both of them right now. I feel like Southern Miss has been pretty down for several years in a row. Yeah. Louisiana has been, you know, hasn't lost three games in several years. So, you know, these are trains potentially yeah. passing here. Um, but I have the tendency to agree with you guys. Uh, Louisiana gets them one more time before Southern Miss takes over. I think both I, these teams are with their backup quarterbacks too. Yeah. And, and yeah. I was about to say that uh, Louisiana, one of the better run defenses in the Sun Belt. if Southern Miss can't run the ball, they're in trouble because they are on the backup quarterback. Their passing attack is like 99th in the country. So I think if Louisiana can make them one dimensional, they can go on the road again, kind of like they did at Marshall and get another road W Frank Gore jr. Has a golden arm. <laughs> Frank Gore jr. Uh, uh, look, <laughs> he's not bad, man. I'm telling you for he's a running not, back. He's not the quarterback right now. Though. No, but they still throw passes with him. Okay. And, and I'm telling you, he's fun. He's fun. Let's go. You gotta love um, them. Uh, th- their loss is pretty respectable too. I mean, not against some. They, of, they beat Tulane. Uh, who's yeah? Southern Miss did. Southern oh, Southern Miss beat yeah. Tulane. That's a that's a great win. I was talking about Louisiana, a three point loss against South Alabama, a four point loss at ULM. That's not a good loss. Are we wrong to fade the only FBS coach out of 131 teams that rocks a suit and a tie? Uh. Who is that? Is Will, that Hall, Will Hall, Southern Miss's coach. Oh man, I think we are wrong. <laughs> I think we are all going to eat shit on this game, but <laughs> but uh, anyway, the pick's been made. All right, pick's been made. Let, let's move along. Uh, by the way, this Sunbelt game much better than the ACC game. Sorry, NC Nick. Um, <laughs> Virginia Tech heads into Raleigh, North Carolina. Guess who will be at this game? Guess who will be at this game? <laughs> yeah, you might be at Ole Miss, Texas A&M, whatever. <laughs> I'll be at Virginia Tech, NC State. Not gonna lie, when we bought tickets in July, it was looking like a, a more attractive game. <laughs> yeah, bring bring your Windex. All right. <laughs> what, what does that mean? I don't know. Maybe it'll be so boring to start cleaning, cleaning Carter Finley. I don't All know. Right. I'm talking out of my ass. What was uh, the other one? Bring your, uh, bring your toothpaste. Bring your, hey, you're doing house chores, whatever the fuck you're doing. Hey, how about this though? NC State's a 13 and a half point favorite. You want you want picks? You want to come to the land down lock under? Lock it. In. Woo! Woo! Give me Virginia Tech. Lock it up. Plus oh. 13 and a half. Guess what? Sprinkle some wow. on the money line. Wow. 
uh, random confidence for a team that has lost four in a row. I I have confidence in NC State being a pretender every fucking year of my life. All right, and it's and it's worked out pretty well. All right, uh, on the road too. Now coming off a bye, both of them. Um, I don't know. I don't think I believe you. Thirteen is a lot though. Gobble gobble. <laughs> what are you doing? Come on, Mr. Virginia. Let me see what I mean. Tech just lost to Miami. Is that V for Virginia or something else? Uh, <laughs> hey, I mean, it, it, this would have me fading Virginia Tech right here. And I think I don't know. It's just tough because you never know what Virginia Tech. You assume they're gonna that defense is gonna come back and perform. NC State sometimes doesn't live, especially without Devin Leary. I guess I'll roll with you. I guess I'll go Virginia Tech here. You're not gonna lock it, you coward. Hell no, hell no. I'm not locking Virginia Tech to cover anything. Coward. Get the Nick, heck out of here, NC Nick. You're gonna be at the game. Are you, pay, are you? Are you? Are you? It's Halloween weekend. Is there a chance that you will maybe get a neck brace and go as uh, Skip Holtz? Or I'm sorry, Lou Holtz, the former <laughs> NC State head coach. What are you? What Play are you dressing clip. up as? What, what? What are you gonna be? A hokey? Uh, no, hell no. Come on, man. <laughs> Uh, but seriously, going back to picking the game, I kind of went back and forth on this too. I mean, over the last three games, NC State has only averaged 16 points per game, and they're favored by 13 and a half. That's a, that's tough. Yeah, but Virginia Tech's offense is bad, but <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead because I think they needed the bye week to either get Jack Chambers, the Charleston <laughs> Southern transfer at quarterback, going, or the other quarterback, the true freshman four-star, highly recruited MJ Morris, who got his feet wet uh, against Syracuse a couple weeks ago, he might play some more too. So I'm actually going to lay the points. Give me NC State. I'm going to be there, damn it. I'm going to be wearing my Wolfpack gear. <laughs> I don't love it because it's going to be a low-scoring game, but it's it's twenty to six. NC State wins. Wow, just getting it done. Surprisingly uh, high on each other's most played lists. Uh, this Virginia Tech's fifth most played rival. North Carolina State's seven most most played rivals. So, you know, a little a little history here. Well, you know, uh at the time, Jack Chambers felt that to remain safe, the kingdom needed an effective, intelligent force. All right. Is that out of a Tom Clancy <laughs> yes. uh, novel? Okay. <laughs> Quickly Google Jack Chambers. All right. You're on the wrong side of that one, NC Nick. Enjoy the game. That's gonna be fantastic. But the real best game on Thursday night. Is in good old Pullman, Washington, who I will never forget was the first place to open up their doors to the college football experience and the sports gambling podcast. Shout out to Washington State. And that is why two locks one day. What? And you home oh, the best football team in the land. Let's go. Go no, harder, go. I'm home. actually not gonna lock it, but I am gonna take Washington State plus seven and a half points. Because Utah, it's more than a touchdown on the road. Let me tell you, for some reason, Utah hasn't played at Pullman in a long time. Um, but when it was, it was a game. And I, I think this can be a game here. I actually think Washington state's defense will be able to, to play a role against cam rising in this offense. And it's a battle of the camps. Cam ward underrated still, in my opinion, uh, give me Washington state. They had a bye week on this. I know Utah did too, but uh, I just think they're in a good spot to catch them. Uh, Patty, see what are you doing here? I don't think I agree with you. I think Utah coming off a bye week is the exact uh, right recipe they needed to, uh, especially after beating U uh, USC to get regrouped. Now they go on the road. It's almost perfect scheduling on their part because it's a, a short week here. What would be a short week? How many days is that? Like Utah is not good on the road. That's true. And Washington State can be tough to play at. 
Um, foreign- they lost to Florida. They lost to UCLA. They did beat Arizona State, which they rarely do in Tempe. So you have that. They have that feather for your cap. I that- honestly think all three of these Thursday night games are kind of tough to pick. I, I didn't have a lock between any three of them. I didn't have a, a you know a, a d- definitive yes. I'm definitely taking that team. I'm gonna go Utah though. I just think they're the better team. I'm worried about the Washington State offense. Only what ten points and fourteen points in the last two games. I think Utah rolls in there and wins by two touchdowns. Back to back away games though. Might might you add this is back home in Pullman. Watch out, Washington State. I think they're a live dog. Sprinkle some of that money line. I'm on Utes as well. Mm, 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 mm. Friday, <laughs> I'll be in Houston, Texas, watching this game from some fucking bar. All right, go to that street that guy was talking about. Well, that was in that was in uh, College Station. I don't leave till su- su- Saturday oh. morning. Saturday morning, I head to College oh, Station. Mind. I'll be in Houston. Houston, okay. Uh, isn't the World Series going on at the same time? This bar, but at home, I think the. The first game is Friday night. Uh, I don't you, know who was the first game though. Why don't you Venmo me $400? I'll go to the game. All right. <laughs> okay, uh, sure. Thank problem. you. Uh, East Carolina. <laughs> no, I got to look this up. Fresh off uh, beating the hell out of uh, Patrick Fisher's UC game is in, uh, UCF games in Houston. There we go. Oh, that's going to be lit. Well, it's a shame. Cause I would, I would go to the game if UC wasn't playing BYU, but instead I'll be <laughs> at the local dive watching the pirates because BYU is a three and a half point favorite. <laughs> BYU starting running backs questionable for the game. They're just not the same team. And meanwhile, Mike Houston finally got his first good win of his ECU career. (laughs) Uh, We still missed the 25 yard field goal. There's kicking concerns, but you're getting in that hook. Let's go. Give me the pirates, Nick. I disagree again. And I figured Colby would come out here and say wrong team favored. And if you look at it, he might be, he might be right. BYU's lost three in a row. They have not looked good lately, but I think a home game is exactly what they need. And this is a hell of a road trip for ECU. I think there's just going to be a little bit of magic in in Provo. And I, again, not a game that I like here. I'm not going to bet it, but I'm going to go with the home team and BYU to uh, surprise some folks and get this win. See now, if this was like at Miami, even though Miami sucks, I'd be worried because ECU known to party. It's Provo. <laughs> what are they gonna do? I mean, shoot their super soakers at each other. Wait, I mean, come the on, team this is where the fans are known to party. <laughs> I'm saying ECU's got no distractions. You're sitting there, you're checking out the mountains, you're eating fucking granola. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, there's nothing. We're good. Does do you feel like ECU players are usually partying the night before the game? Of course, potentially. Of course, actually, that's true. I saw yeah. that quite a bit at JMU. Uh, let me tell you, Marshawn Lynch is doing Hennessy before the game. I, I I would love to know what East Carolina is doing before the game because <laughs> pretty sure I witnessed it a couple times. Probably fireball. <laughs> yeah, definitely some fireball. Uh, Pirates roll, no distractions. Look, right? I mean, they'll be doing they'll be fucking eating hot tamales before the game because they can't find any fucking fire fireball. <laughs> Closest thing they can get there. Um, BYU sucks now. Um, three losses in a row, most recently a 27 point loss at Liberty. Granted, that was a long road trip, the same distance that ECU will be traveling across country to play them. All that said, ECU is looking really good right now. They've, they lay the kicking game, the occasional clunker, but um, I just feel like they're better right now. I've lost all confidence in BYU. Pirates, pirates, baby. Fuck yeah, baby. There we go. Pirates. There we go. And what is it? Three. There we go. At three. Three and a half. Three and a half. Yeah. I'm Let's seeing go. both lines out there. I, I even got BYU minus two and a half yesterday. 
Mm. Well, with mm. that little hook, I will lock up. No, ride the plus. What is it? One thirty-five money line. Let's go. <laughs> Pirates are they're the better team. Look, they're gonna keep. I believe Mitchell's. Patty was just about to say he's gonna lock up ECU. Right? I'm not getting tally site. Uh, I'm getting three on tally site. But if it's mm. three and a half, I'm locking it. Mm. The three you're not locking. Three, it, huh? I'm not locking it because it could <laughs> be a field on. goal win. It could be a All field right. goal win. So then, so then you push. Yeah. Don't be a pussy. Well, I want to win. Look. I don't play to tie, Nick. That's a that's a bullshit. You know. Hello. <laughs> you play to win. Because the when you're at East Carolina, you go for it every time. Or you don't coach at East Carolina. You don't come to East Carolina. Or you, you don't, don't pick East, East Carolina. Carolina with a weak heart. Write it. Fuck you. The last time you guys uh, tried to <laughs> pressure me to lock something, it didn't work out for me. So All you right. know what? I'm you're taking. You're backing them. off. You're backing off. Okay. There's another game happening Friday night, and believe it or not. People were shitting on us on the Mike McIntyre front uh, with our coaching rankings, but I believe you're starting to see the effect. La Tech, Sonny Cumbie. Maybe they should have kept Skip, Skip Holtz because they're two and five right now. And they head to the airport to take on Florida International. Nobody goes into the airport <laughs> and flies out with a victory. <laughs> and flies out with a victory. <laughs> Give me the airport plus seven. Ricardo St- Silva Stadium. Come on, CBS Sports Network. Mike McIntyre is going to have this team four and four by by the end of this weekend. The Mac Give attack. Give me the airport, Nick. What are you doing here? You flying high? Bert, you know? I love it that we're disagreeing on almost every one here. No, I mean, look, I do think they're getting better. They they kind of kept it close and covered against UTSA. They beat Charlotte, a big, big freaking deal. Uh, let's not get too crazy. FIU was on complete auto fade like three weeks ago. And I'm only laying a touchdown. Give me La Tech. Yeah, you act like La Tech's some world beater, all right? L- look what no, they've they're done. they're just better right now. They're, they're more advanced as a program right now. So <laughs> it's only a touchdown. I mean, when you look at uh, FIU's wins, they are against <laughs> Bryant, New Mexico whoa, State, whoa, 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 and Charlotte. They had to go into Las Cruces. That's a far trip, all right? <laughs> <laughs> that is a far fucking trip. And In they got 30 people. <laughs> <laughs> they lost to Western Kentucky 73 to nothing. That's auto fade until they win like no. five. No, I took FIU last week, 15 point dog. Guess what? They won. Let's go. It, Mike McIntyre. It is year number one. If he gets it turned around, bring your boarding quick. pass. Shout out to Keith Landry. <laughs> uh, uh, I am on uh, Louisiana Textile. Mm, mm, mm. You're wrong. You're wrong. Saturday, October 29th. Man, there's a game going on at the wrench that I think might change Northeast football for the for the for you know for the future. We got Boston College laying seven and a half. This opened up at nine. Heading into the wrench, taking on the future of Northeast football. Jim Mora Jr. and the Yukon Huskies. Patty C BC's a seven and a half point favorite. Are you taking the touchdown and the hook and our friend of the program? Do I gotta plug? This is my team. Whoa, 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 whoa. And you're listening to S G P N Jim Mora jr. I am taking Jim Mora jr. I haven't seen much from Boston college. that makes me think that they're capable of winning by a touchdown or more than a touchdown. Uh, except against FCS competitions. That's the only time they've done that th- this year. Um, UConn, meanwhile, getting it turned around a little bit. Nick, what are you doing here? This is going to be an ugly game. I'm going to take the points, get twisted at the wrench. Uh, <laughs> there's three teams in the country tied with the worst ATS record. 
Boston College is one of them. One and six ATS. Make it one and seven. Give me UConn. <laughs> I'm actually, I'm actually gonna take BC. Ah, all that lead up here going BC. <laughs> BC. Zay Flowers. There's no answer for him. Zay Flowers is by far and and Jerkovsky throwing the ball to Zay Flowers. I'm nervous because BC's O line is so bad. I think North, uh, UConn can actually face for some problems. But uh, give me, give me. Uh, I'm gonna lay the. I'm gonna uh, BC wins by by ten. I'm just glad that our our Northeast football correspondent Patty C is on the same side as me. <laughs> <laughs> well, Zay Flowers, you're right. 11th in the country, 52 receptions, 691 yards, good for 16th in the country. That's more explosion than I expected out of Boston College's offense. That is the most quietly super productive player in the country. Um, BC hasn't had a great receiver since fucking Brian Brennan. All right. <laughs> I don't even know who the fuck Brian. Oh, How about a little uh, Ken, Kenyatta Watson? Oh uh, yeah. Oh, I like that. I like that pull. Solid. Yeah. It's um, been a long time though. Kenyatta Watson, we're talking summer of '94 that he was relevant. Uh, <laughs> Good so, summer. Yeah. <laughs> what What are you? Uh, what, so yeah. Okay, we're there. We're there. Seven and a half. I'm all over UConn. Taking BC. All right, folks. I want to tell you that the week nine. Preview and picks episode on the college football experience is brought to you by WinBet. Bet a hundred dollars at WinBet, get a hundred dollar free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W Y N N B E T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by YouTube in a way because we are. You, shout out to the college football experience for being on YouTube. Subscribe youtube.com slash the college experience. And look, it all started. Uh, if you are not a history buff with SGPN. So the sports gambling podcast started it all. All right. A long time ago, they were just covering NFL games back in 2011. And that was it. Then uh, stacking the money green at one point uh, was hammered. Sean shout out to Sean stack of the money green. He was uh, came, came and did my toys for tot show. Definitely like six whiskeys deep. <laughs> and uh, then he conversations said, happened. He said, Hey dude, you know, sports, you know, college football, come, come, come uh, in college basketball, C- come write something for the, for, for the website. Boom. Next thing. Well, actually, no, actually, I actually thought he was just hammered. I was like, what the fuck is he talking about? Podcast. <laughs> this is like 2010. I was like, I don't even know what a podcast was. Right. I remember saying like, I was like, I don't know who, what is this guy talking about? Someone get him, get him home safely. All right. And then boom, uh, three months later, we're on a comedy show again. And he mentions it again. And then, then we started doing it. Then so it registered. And then from there we built this thing that, that is the college football experience. And so shout out to the sports gambling podcast. So they are on YouTube subscribe over there and sports gambling podcasting is giving you a chance to win either an autograph Lawrence Taylor, Jersey, North Carolina Tar Heels represent or <laughs> an autograph Brian Dawkins, Jersey, Clemson Tigers fans represent ACC guys. I yeah. Like Completely free. All you have to do to enter the contest is su- subscribe and comment on a video. Each video is a new chance to win. Turn on your notifications so you don't miss uh, SGP contacting you when they uh, when they pull the winner. So uh, yeah, do that thing and then let it ride. And also, folks, remember to enter our World Series prop contest. Winner gets two hundred dollars cash and a two hundred dollars SGPN gift card. Enter today exclusively on the SGPN app, which you can download for free. And trust me, with the SGPN gift card, you know how many jigsaw puzzles of Ryan Real Money Kramer you can buy? <laughs> Let's do it. Uh, all right, we're back. I know this is the point you just made, but I just looked up Ryan Brennan. 
60 years old. Am I really supposed to fucking know that? Brandon, Brandon was a good white. He's in Tech Mobile, dude. I, I shit on you uh, in Tech Mobile with him. Who did he play yeah. for? Was he uh, Browns, man? Browns. Yeah. Okay. Brandon yeah, Cozart no, no, and Brian Brandon. Brennan. Okay. He yeah. didn't wear gloves. He was a true fucking, true wide out, man. There you go. <laughs> Northeast football. That's back when the Browns had a cool football stadium before they ruined that shit. Remember that awesome stadium? That memorial. Yeah, it was yeah. great. Absolutely. It had great. all like, it little, like, like poles on it. Dude, it looked like it was in like a loading dock. Like <laughs> where that stadium was, if you, if you, if you, if you, Google that from the, the, the bird's eye view. Yeah. That was like, it looks like, like Callahan auto parts, <laughs> oh, okay. like a Tommy boy. Yeah. It's like a shipping yard meets a football stadium. It was fucking great. <laughs> Noah uh, Beanick in the house. What's up, man? Yeah. Yeah. So TCU heads into Morgantown and look folks, I don't know if you've realized the luck that TCU has had. So they knocked Dylan Gabriel out Dylan Gabriel. That was in, that was so basically for three quarters, Oklahoma was without Dylan Gabriel two and a half, right? Then the Kansas game, Jalen Daniels gets injured early in the second quarter. So three quarters without Jalen Daniels last week, Adrian Martinez third play of the game injured. And then will, will, will Howard look like fucking Broadway Joe back there. And then he gets injured. I'm still mad that my Kansas state play didn't hit, but will had a, Howard had him up 28, 28 what? to 10. Yeah. And then he gets injured. And then the the freshman the freshman kid that guy can't that guy shouldn't he, not ready for the yeah, big leagues. He's, he's, you probably weren't as mad as me because you know when we make that as that college experience uh, top five plays of the weekend, mm. I was four and zero with Kansas State, <laughs> and not only were they up big, you know, but come on, if they had Martinez, they would have won that game. Oh. Uh, if, they had, if they had Howard play, sweep. dude, if they had Howard play right. the rest of the game, they win that game. That was the only one yeah. that didn't hit for you. Exactly. The last one, of course, brutal, but t- the TCU loss is coming. I don't know if it's going to be this week, but it's coming. Cause look, I'm, I'm not hating on TCU. If anything, they're one of my favorite teams in the big 12, but they're not that much better than their opponents. They've been winning close games to their credit, whether luck has a factor. Sure. It does, but you know, whatever they, they, at the end of the day, they win. But the loss is coming. I don't know if it's gonna be this week. No, no, no. But no, no, I'm no, gonna no. take the dog until that happens. And I think West Virginia, even though they look like shit, total shit last week. Well, that's a far trip, dude. It like Mor- Morgantown to Lubbock. I mentioned this on the last show. That's like that's like playing a game in fucking Bali. It's, it's you know what like, I mean? Like like, yeah. like Greenville to Provo. <laughs> oh, who <laughs> what I did there? Yeah. Warning. Warning. But guess what? Guess what? What's I'm that? locking up. Locking up? Well, I'm locking up. Hey, give Neil me the Brown. seven and a half. Neil Brown, three and zero against TCU. Wow, dude, TCU's four and seven all time against West Virginia, and guess what? They suck in Morgantown. All right, their fir- their only two wins in Morgantown happened in 2012 and 2014, and even those double overtime and a one point win. So both games were one point wins. They're not. They're not coming out of there. This their luck runs out here, unless JT Daniels gets injured. <laughs> so give me, give me. I'm on seven and a half points. Give me, give me WVU lock. Let it me up. tell you this: TCU getting a gift that this game is Saturday nine a.m. or I guess noon. Uh, yeah. What is up? Can we talk about that flag on the fucking play? Hey, Penn State, Ohio State at nine a.m. That's the real. I mean, look, some games have to be at noon. That game, and we haven't gone to this game and talk about it yet, but that is a travesty. That is well, same with Michigan, Iowa. They're doing this shit. Look, the TV execs are in charge. They're saying, Oh, well, we want to push the big noon kickoff, but they're ruining the chances of fucking upsets, right? For Michigan, Ohio state, man. I'm sure that's and also part of their plan. 
Well, I'm sure Terrible. the conference is totally fine with that because they don't want upsets either because they want a better chance of their best teams making the playoff. So I'm saying it's nonsense. It's nonsense. But Dub V, they're going to burn the couches. Let's go. Uh, Let's here's go. the thing. I just feel like I've been fading, fading, fading TCU, waiting for that loss. Meanwhile, West Virginia's hit or miss. You know, no, in Morgantown, they're actually pretty good. They are pretty good. Yeah. In fact, what are they? No, they've only lost one an overtime, overtime game yeah, to, to Kansas. Uh, Kansas. Yeah. Um, well, when Baylor rolled in there, I think it was the same line. The hook scares me. The hook does scare me. Look, are you gonna sit there all day and just talk about what you're scared <laughs> you know of? What? Because you know the hook has been very wishy washy. I know, I know it's Halloween well, here. Guess what? You, Give me a few more drinks and I'll start swinging what, this what, dick around. What did you? What did you? What did you watch? Fucking. Hocus I don't know. Pocus. Poltergeist last night. What's going on? You're scared of everything. I'm shook. Right? I am scared of this, but and and because I'm scared, it's an it's a good thing. Fear is a good thing. It warns you about danger, and the danger <laughs> is that TCU is going to catch an L here. But I think at the very least, seven and a half West Virginia covers. My only fear, and why I'm not locking up, is that there's a chance West Virginia just quit on Neil Brown last week. And Dude, that's why they got they ran can't, out of the building. They can't quit on him because his buyout. The the athletic why director quit on him. The athletic director saying he's back next year. So the I team think, can yeah. still quit on on a coach even if he's coming back. <laughs> but they just beat Baylor the week before, which yeah. is a pretty good win. Unless they quit mid game or mid week <laughs> after a win, like I just I mean I, they could have quit mid game after that shellacking they took. But. Back in Morgantown, things change. They're yeah. getting drunk. The fans yeah. are hyping them up. Look, here's it. here's how you don't quit on a team in Morgantown because you know if you win, your chances of getting ass go up like ninety percent. Astronomical. Right? Yeah. So it's like nil pre nil. That was always the deal. It's like in Morgantown, you win. Next thing you know, you're having sex on those burnt couches. All yeah. right. Next uh, next up, Toledo heads to Eastern Michigan, where the Eagles fly high in any weather. How about me calling the Eagles last week? As a dog against Patty C's Ball State Cardinals. I'm actually curious to hear your play here. Well, you should know. You should know. <laughs> Dude, Toledo's a bit of a fun story, all right? I was on Buffalo last week, seven and a half point dogs, got the dub. Now you head down to Yesplanty, right? To take on Eastern still, Michigan. Still right? just butchering that. And. It's more fun to butcher it, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. That's what I go for. He doesn't get it. He's a little late on everything. He's afraid. He's afraid to recognize that. Yeah. Uh, Eastern Michigan, plus two hundred on the money line, plus two ten. I think it is. Mm. Getting, getting, getting us, uh, getting a touchdown. <laughs> go, let's go. You know, Creighton as a dog is a guy you yeah. want to back. Give me Chris Creighton in Eastern Michigan. Where the hell's my Eastern Michigan T-shirt? It's somewhere in the studio. All right. I feel like you have sold me on uh, you know, them as a dog is take take the Eagles as a favorite fade the Eagles. So I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with that. Let's go. That's, Nick- I think that's exactly what I said last week. And so you damn straight, I'm gonna take Eastern Michigan, even though they're 0 and 4 at ATS at home this year, which probably because they've probably been a favorite at home in all their games so far. So I love the fact that they're a home dog here in Ypsilanti. <laughs> Give me Eastern Michigan. Let me ask you this. Are we overreacting to the loss at Buffalo last week? Because prior to that, they had been shellacking somewhat okay competition, I guess. And by the way, Buffalo is pretty damn good. Uh, I yeah. called for them on the money line. Thank you very much. Go Bulls. But Eastern Michigan has <laughs> been playing pretty well. Three of the last four were wins. Um, what's that spread again? Let me take seven. Seven. Six and a half. Uh, seven. 
I will take I will take Eastern Michigan. I'm taking Eastern Michigan. All right. Well, Ohio State heads into Happy Valley to take out Penn State, uh, where the Buckeyes are laying 15 and a half currently in State College. I know, you know, I've gotten I, something about this week. Maybe it's the fact I'm going down to College Station. <laughs> Give me Penn State plus 15 and a half. Lock it up. What the fuck am I missing? I'm with you. What am I missing? Double here? down. So you're telling me, first off, if you, I, I get it, Penn State's only won one out of the last 10, but a lot of these were really close games. I get it. They're pushing this game to the early kick so it can help Ohio State. I don't give a shit. All right. Penn State is going to cover this spread. Penn State's going to keep this game close. It's going to be close in the fourth quarter. Sprinkle a little bit on the money line because Ohio State hasn't really played a road game. And I do think this matchup, if you look at this, Joey Porter Jr., one of the best cornerbacks in the nation, I think he's going to be a, like a top 15 pick. Well, and not only him, the, the strength of Penn State's defense is the secondary. What's the strength of Ohio State's offense? The wide receivers, right? And the passing well, game. Statistically, both offense and Everything. defense are they? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But they haven't played anyone. So, yeah, but they also haven't played. Yeah, it's absurd. So, those but that I, know what the real like Michigan, strength is. I think Michigan's blueprint is better against Penn State than Ohio State's blueprint. No, what did you say yeah. Penn State's weak point was? No, the, the, the strength of their team is their secondary. Their weak point is in their the arm of their quarterback, who is actually way better at home, by the way, too, if you look and, at the stats. And we yeah. saw how much Michigan ran down their throat. So yeah. you could argue yeah. the run the run D is not the best in the world either. That's a great point. But um, that's, I think though, that's why you take the 15 and a half. I'm on day. Penn State. Uh locking it? Lock it up. Oh, come uh, on. You guys both locking it up? Yes. I'm locking I, it up. I feel left out. I haven't locked up one yet. I'll ride with you. Boom! Penn State Nifty Lions plus you this. 15 and a half. Let me tell you lock. This. The last six matchups, Ohio State uh, Ohio State has been ranked no worse than number six. So similar to where they are now. Um, and that game has never been decided by more than 13 points. So whether at home or away, but especially at home. I gotta take Penn State here, but those are all night. That. They, they did do it early in the day. This is True. some nonsense. All right, some nonsense. All right, and I'll and say this: vote though. for Dundee for commish. One eight hundred pick Dundee. This is kind of fun though. I feel like Penn State, Ohio State, oh, should sucks. occasionally be played. Uh, no, during no, the day, vetoed, vetoed. Dude, it's Dude, that's Big Ten classic. Out. Yeah, no. it's true. No, okay. Dude. Under the lights. Yeah. No, you play it when it's at Penn, when it's at Ohio State because their stadium doesn't have lights. Is when you play it at noon. When it's at there Penn you State, you play it at night every fucking time. Exactly. Fuck you. Wait, Ohio yeah. State. Preach, I, Dundee. Yes. I, I like the game at Ohio State under the lights too. No, they don't have lights at well, that stadium. I have seen uh, they played Penn State under the lights when Terrell Pryor had that fumble a few years back. So they obviously are able to import lights somehow occasionally. They they do have night games there sometimes. But um, I will say this. Uh, look, think about the '90s. I feel like this game was played at. In, at the noon slate all the time then. And it was great then too. No, so, no, it wasn't. To, to answer Kai's yeah. question, I think Jackson Smith Najiba is going to play. He played last week. He was on a big time pitch count, only caught one ball last week. I think last week was kind of his warm up. I expect him to be a go. And I, I, he's kind of a sneaky DFS play because he hasn't done much all year due to his injuries. But I do expect uh, Smith Najiba to, to, to uh, play this week. Uh, yeah, but I will he really play with Joey Porter Jr. guarding guarding him? Hello, ooh, well, ooh. I, I, maybe ooh. you put Joey Porter Jr. on Marvin Harrison Jr. Battle yeah, of the should. Juniors. You should, yeah, I like that. I like that. Who was the better pro? Gotta go, Marvin Harrison, right? Ah, no, he was a murderer. 
You know what I mean? Uh, let's 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 go. Uh, the locks are flowing on the college football experience, folks. And let me tell you something: they're going to continue to flow because uh, the Seminoles are hosting Georgia Tech. <laughs> and for the life of me, for the life of me, I can't understand this spread. Jeff Sims is questionable. I don't give a fuck. They could be. Playing. I don't even care that he, dude. They could start. They could have fucking uh, Bobby Dodd starting at quarterback right now. Uh, twenty-four points. I wouldn't take Florida State to beat any team in the ACC by twenty-four points. And should I add in Georgia Tech's won four of six? And guess what? The two games they lost were by two and and six. So and even go back, go back seven years ago. They lost by one. Go back eight years ago. They lost by eight. Meanwhile, go, go back State. nine years ago by eleven. Ten years ago by five. Uh, eleven uh, years ago by six. You have to go back to nineteen ninety eight to find the last time Florida State won by more than twenty four points. And let me tell you, Chris Winky ain't and walking. and Peter Warwick and Lavernius Coles ain't ain't walking through that fucking door. Give me Georgia Tech plus twenty four points. And by the way. You want to get nasty? Ride some of that. What is that? Plus two thousand on the money line. Did Fuck you, you watch the Akron transfer Zach Gibson play last week? He ran out of bounds. UVA. He ran out of bounds in a, in a critical hail mary situation. Other than that, he went <laughs> ten of twenty five for ninety nine yards and got sacked seven times. He wasn't ready. Sometimes no, you get, he is now. Yeah, he got a week <laughs> week of reps as a starter. Look, I'm with you. I think it's too many points, but I'm not going to lock it up. I'm not going to bet this. I can't bet the quarterback I just saw, dude. No I, way. I can bet. I just rent through how many times they've played. You have to go back to 1998. I, well, yeah, I know. I mean, look, I look at history too, and I think at some point it matters, but I, it doesn't matter all the time. And look, but, uh, Florida State beat BC by 30 three weeks ago. But Georgia Tech's a lot ago. better than BC. Yeah. What have you done for me lately? Three straight losses for Florida State. Granted, against pretty good competition. But we have a pretty consistent idea of how good they are against that level. Just slightly worse than that. Meanwhile, uh, Georgia, Georgia Tech, Tech beat Georgia Pitt. Tech beat 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 Florida State with the backup quarterback last year, Jordan Yates. Come yeah. on, I'm, fuck you. Did you see Zach Take Gibson? the twenty four points. Dude, it could be Kurt Gibson with the slow ass uh, <laughs> home run dance where he's going around the second base, and I would take them uh, twenty four points. Lock it up. Let's go, buzz, buzz, sting, sting. I'm Georgia you Tech's, again. yes, dude. Sprinkle some on the money line. Let's yeah. go. Let's fucking go. Uh, South Florida heads into Houston. This line's jumped up a little bit. It was at seventeen. Houston's laying eighteen and a half points now. Can the Bulls, without Jerry Bohannon, their starting quarterback, was out for the year, head into Houston and get the dub? I, I, this was actually one of the, this is the hardest one I've had to, to project so far. This week, how long has Bohannon been out? A week. <sighs> I'm taking South Florida plus the 18 and a half right now, but I don't feel good about it. I don't, this is the hardest game we've had to call yet. Give me South Florida plus the 18 and a half, Nick. I'm going Houston, going up against the back of a quarterback. Houston is kind of righted the ship last couple of weeks. They got that lucky ass win against Memphis. Came back, beat uh, Navy pretty soundly by 18. I think they can do it again. They do play some close games though. Houston three games in overtime and uh, <laughs> one point decided by one point uh, or one game decided by one point. Um, it's tough to say at first blush, 17, 17 no, and a half, 18, 18 and a half. 18 and a half. Yeah. Um, 
I guess I, the fact that it's in Houston a little bit uh, favors Houston there, but I still want to go USF despite being one and six. They, I feel like they're going to cover this. They're better than their one and six record. Agreed. Agreed. Arkansas. Sam pulled pork Pittman, legend in my mind. Uh, and by the way, anyone listening to this, please, if you can, I'm looking for someone that makes bobbleheads. All right, please contact at the Colby D on Twitter. But Sam Port Pol- Pork Pittman is heading to Auburn, Alabama to take on Brian Harrison and the, the Tigers. Arkansas is laying three and a half on the road. You know, Arkansas always has trouble with Auburn. It, it, it goes back a while. I feel like, um, but here's an opportunity for them to lay it. Remember a couple of years ago, they got hosed on that boat when Bonex spiked it backwards. Yeah, it's hard that? to have success when the refs are blatantly <laughs> just screwing you. Uh, but I'll say uh, it has been, uh, it has been. So Auburn's won six in a row against the Razorbacks. That streak ends here. Locking it up. The locks are flowing. Give me Arkansas minus three and a half. You know what? I'll roll with you here. I wanted a reason to lock up Arkansas. I was definitely on Arkansas. Look at Auburn. Losers of four of the last five. Penn State put up 40 plus on him. Georgia 40 plus. Old Miss 40 plus. Give me Arkansas. They're gonna do it this time. Lock it up, man. I'm telling you, this is this is easy money. Let's go. Patty, you gonna join us? Mm, let me or take- are you scared? He, 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 he's a kind of a closet Auburn guy there. Yeah. Look, I think you guys are overlooking Auburn's uh, recent Dom, recent dominance, recent failures to uh, good teams. Uh, they were beating LSU, uh, an LSU team that minds you could still very much win the SEC West. But Arkansas uh, is better than LSU. Uh, are we sure about that? I, I I think Arkansas is better than LSU. And then they only lost at Ole Miss by fourteen. Who has an explosive offense? I think Arkansas is better than Ole Miss. Uh, what makes you think that was it? Their thirty or twenty-three point loss to uh, Mississippi State was it losing to a terrible A and M team? They didn't have KJ Jefferson in one of those games. But also to uh, Pat Kappa's point, they they are coming off a bye this week, so it's not three straight road games. It is three straight road games, but not consecutive. Well, and, a and week that, in well, they needed that bye week to get KJ Jefferson healthy too. Oh, so. he's good. I mean, he, yeah. he he put up a big game against uh, at, at BYU. Yeah, lock it up. Arkansas is going to fuck them up. Nah, I got Auburn. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I'm getting that hook too. Fuck my, you. I want you. <laughs> my one concern this week is that it seemed like I was on a lot of, of road teams as far as my lock. So in general, that's never a great strategy, but man, it just on a game by game basis, I like Arkansas much better than Auburn this year. So lock it up. No, that's not the case with me. Cause I took West Virginia at home. I took Penn state at home. Now I did take Georgia Tech, but that's because they give you a thousand points. Um, next up, Oklahoma heads into Ames, Iowa, where Iowa State has four losses by thirteen points combined. Whew, Matt Campbell had a bye week, and let me tell you, I'm on Iowa State plus one at home, or is it minus one or plus one? Yeah, plus one. They're getting a point. Give me Iowa State in Ames. I mean, do you think Oklahoma's recent performances inspire a little bit of confidence? No, and I think Iowa State's defense is actually really good. When you look I guess at recent what they performance did, against Kansas, um, and that was two weeks ago. But if so. you look at what Iowa State's defense did, like even against Kansas when they had Jalen Daniels, limited them to, to eleven points, limited K State to nine, even Texas, they got they should have beat Texas. Like I watched that whole game, they were better than Texas, and even uh, Texas they they held to twenty four. 
and some of that was because of turnovers. I I'm, I'm on Iowa State and Ames. When did uh, Jalen Daniels got hurt against uh, the who? game TCU? after Iowa State? Yeah, against CCU. So Oklahoma basically had a fresh uh, Jason Bean, and they still only mini- managed to win by ten. I think I got to go with you. I think I got to go Iowa State here. Nick, what are you doing? Iowa State, let's do it. Guys, the chat here is mentioning shots and they bring up good points. Isn't somebody over there do some shots? Who's do shots? Well, I, I did. I, uh, Patty C lost the Wisconsin, uh, pin, uh, the w- Wisconsin Purdue, Purdue. Lock, lock last week. So I fired my three shots on the. Uh, oh, that was the JMU. That was the JMU Wait, Georgia have, Southern. Uh, uh, oh, man, I'm about to get right. shit housed. Uh, I just do one, just to bring one for both yeah. of us. Just bring one for oh, both. I'm of us. a man of my word. Fuck you. Oh, and you're shotgunning a beer. I'm talking about no, a shot. No, no, I'm gonna do shots oh. too. But I was also planning on shotgunning beer. I'm gonna get hammered here. <laughs> All right. Uh, wait. What do you want? Let me read an ad. Just give me. Bring me a shot of I don't know whatever whiskey's over there. All right. Let's go. Come on. I don't pick and choose my. Wait. Whiskeys. It was Wisconsin Purdue. Don't you yeah. got some like '69 uh, whiskey over there? Yeah. The fight. The fighting. <laughs> I did fight, and there's some 69 going on in the chat. I see uh, <laughs> folks. I want to tell you that the college football experience is brought to you by no house advantage. No house advantage is changing the game by offering the most dynamic fantasy sports platform available today. Play and pick up contest versus other people for a shot at winning 250 K in cash. Woo. Who's the, honestly, who's the last person to, to, to have 250 K in cash? Probably Lendell white. Did you guys catch that barstool interview by the way? No, I missed it. Oh man. Pretty, pretty yeah. hilarious interview where Lendell white talks about Lendell white was the second string running back at USC folks. If you didn't know during the Reggie Bush era That's and right. he had an, a, he had a, a two bedroom apartment. I think it was in uh, downtown LA that was not in his name. And <laughs> they asked him how many times he'd been paid at USC. And he said uh, a good amount. And he goes, but the biggest payment was when I got the apartment the first night where I found $150, 150 grand in cash on my bed. Woo, that's how you so, do it. So uh, shout out to people that think that, oh, the NIL is going to, it's going to ruin the game. It's going to ruin the game. <laughs> and, and unfortunately the NC or no, fortunately the NCAA couldn't take anything away from him. Like they could take yeah. away from Reggie Bush. Yeah. Lendell white never got caught, but he's admitting he took uh and that was only one of the payments. He said like there was a, a shit ton of payments. Wow. So, uh, just to uh, just to give Patty C an idea about uh, the way that uh, hey, I the was NIL. never a, never yeah. a doubter. Don't don't put that on me. But uh, so so just to, I wonder what the receivers like Steve Smith and Kerry Colbert and all those great receivers. Oh yeah, Dwayne. Jarrett, oh, they were only yeah. getting seventy five k every weekend. No, what are you talking about? Linda White's the backup running back. Don't, they don't had to be getting mention, more. Don't ever mention great and Kerry Colbert in the same sentence. In college, he was a beast. <laughs> he was college, a he was a beast. Panthers, yeah, for sure. Okay, well, look. So was Ray Carruth, but in college he was good. All right. Well, don't 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 put him and Ray Carruth in the same sentence together. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's get back. Let's get back to picking winners. All right, let's go. All right, uh, Notre Dame heads into that filthy dome to take on the Syracuse Orangemen. I like how they're getting referred to by some of the announcers as Orangemen. Well, it's just me. I think Patty C. No, I heard that oh. on TV. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, Shout great. out to them. Um. Syracuse laying two and a half currently. This game smells, man. Why do I have a feeling Notre Dame's gonna? Win? I'm taking Syracuse minus the two and a half, but I got a feeling Notre Dame's gonna win this game. I don't feel. Do not bet this, but give me Syracuse minus two and a half. I it's feel a, like I feel tough, like the man. dude. This line reeks. This is the 
Penny I C do might... like the fact that Clem- that Syracuse lost to Clemson and they lost to him just barely. And they should have a lot of fire in their belly <laughs> due to that loss. And they should bring that on the field come Saturday. I'm going Syracuse. And by the way, shout out to Keith Landry. He goes, Lando White was the only running back to ever go into the combine with the C cup. <laughs> oh, hold on. What about our guy uh, Eddie Lacy? Yeah, Ron Dane might 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 be pushing it. TJ Duckett, TJ Duckett, maybe. But yeah, puts Pam Anderson to shame with those bad boys. <laughs> uh, what? Did, you're going Irish, Nick? No, I'm going Syracuse, man. I'm all right. Yeah, seventeen fourteen Q's win. We get the cover. Gotta disagree with you guys. Look, I was on Syracuse last week, but. What was revealed with that is that uh, when the running game gets shut down, which against a big, beefy, uh, you know, talented line, recruiting matters here. Uh, Syracuse didn't run Tucker enough. I don't think they're going to do it again. And then when you put the game in Schrader's hands, we kind of saw what happened there. He is not Brendan Armstrong yet of uh, of Robert and I's offense. He can move around. He's great moving around, but when it comes to making the throws that he has to make. It's not there yet. I'm going Notre Dame. Mm, 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 mm. 